Voice of Fintech. Welcome to Voice of Fintech, a podcast mapping out the Swiss and global fintech scene, connecting fintech enthusiasts with startups, incubators, accelerators, business angels and VCs, and incumbents interested in partnerships. Voice of Fintech will help you navigate the fintech ecosystem. Here you can listen to the startup founder stories, what investors and incumbents are looking for when dealing with startups, and find out more about resources provided by incubators and accelerators. My name is Rudy Fallad and I'll be hosting this podcast. Hello and welcome to Voice of Fintech. Today we're joined by Sheila. Uh, Sheila is the CEO of Peiki, that is an Israeli fintech uh, focused on providing solutions to banks and other companies in embedded finance. So we're going to learn about buzzword of the year and uh, drill down a little bit into details of how this works and what does that really mean. So welcome, Sheila. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for having me and great to join. Great stuff. So let's start off by explaining to people, how did you get to do what you do today? What's your background? What led you to it? I'm also trying to see if there is any indication. Can you study something, maybe it's STEM or something like this that would lead you to it, or it's completely uh, random and depends on what people call life? Hmm. I would say it's a combination, but I was grown towards the Um, online field close to 20 years ago because I found it very uh, fascinating and matching my character where you can constantly user uh, reflection and user behavior based on specific elements that you do within your product and you get feedback instantly and you are able to constantly evolve and make changes and everything is moving very fast. And I would say that's really matching my character. In the online field, I've been working for close to 20 years, starting from the gaming industry, where I can say in many ways, it's ahead of the digital phenomena and the user tailor-made offering ahead of any other field. So I started there 20 years ago and just climbed climbed the steps in terms of professionalism, whether it's advertising, product, CRM, analyzing user behavior and tailor-made solution based on that and create formulas of LTV, lifetime value, and how you make a match between the marketing offer and the actual decision point of the user to make a purchase or to make a financial decision for that sense. So my background in terms of study is economy and and everything around business, product marketing and product technology. So even though I didn't study the actual coding all my professional life, I've been tied close to technology, to how you define the product solution to meet the end user need and how at the end of the day you create a positive ROI. And I find it after 20 years extremely fascinating. And I would say that several years ago when I moved to to the fintech world, I can say that in many ways it was like a natural movement for myself because I see that banks and all the, the fintech ecosystem is actually starting to speak the language of the end use. So in many ways, it is my second language that I've been speaking for many years. And if it felt right at home from the beginning, it's very interesting. And I see that the banking environment and then tied to the entire embedded finance world 
and led by fintech to begin with, it's actually a place to be at and a very fascinated era for all this to happen. All right. So so you joined the Peiki as a CEO in 2020, right? So what is the Peiki's, what's Peiki's mission and what's the problem that you're trying to solve or gap in the market that you're trying to fill? Yeah. So Peiki's mission is to place bank right in the center of the new era where banks are actually speaking the language of the user and be taking an active role in the embedded finance world. So if you look at the, in the the transformation the entire financial world is going through is where the user are no longer seeking for the product the bank are currently offering. They actually want to have a financial solution when and where they need it. So in that sense, the embedded finance creates a new language for banks. And our mission is to help the bank go over this transformation. And we are very unique in that field by leading this type of technology, our technology, to help the bank speak the language of the end user. So what's the difference between embedded finance and embedded banking then? Mm -hmm. Embedded banking is a type of phenomena as part of a bigger era we are all going through, which is embedded finance. So the era as a whole is embedded finance, where all the financial services are being conducted, offered, and consumed by the end user, tailor-made to his or her needs at the decision point. That's in one line. And within it, we have different companies playing an active role and not necessarily banks. Players like Walmart, Google, Facebook, and others are drawing towards the, the, the financial world, offering financial services to the end user, even though they, are, they do not have financial license or conducted as a bank. But within the embedded finance, you have the embedded banking, meaning the transformation that banks are going through, where they, they are offering, continuously offering under the license, their license, financial product, but now they are taking the product into the discussion where, uh, happening uh, with the end user at a decision point. And that's a segment that they are taking part of in the bigger phenomena. So it reminds me of a quote, I think, from Bill Gates, who said, in the future, we will need banking, but not necessarily banks. So that's uh, in line, I think, with your description of embedded finance or embedded ba- banking. At Payki, what services within embedded banking or finance are you focusing on? Mm-hmm. So we are offering a salary on demand platform. So the EWA, which is the earned wage access, is the, the title of the type of a product that we are offering banks where actually uh, our technology is connected on one hand to the bank and on the other hand to employers that connect their employees that offers them the ability to withdraw part of their earning throughout the months. So for example, if I'm earning a monthly salary of uh, $1,000 and after a week I'm entitled to get one quarter of this amount, I am able through our technology, withdraw part of my earning, even though the time of the months where I'm entitled to get the actual money from my employer is not due yet, but I am able to do so and actually use the money to any of financial well-being I need at my at my convenience. And this is all being offered technology-wide through us. So the bank does not need to have any 
third-party tech integration aside from ourselves, and we are doing all the technology behind the scene, including offering the user interface for the bank and user and the employer and the employee. All right. So let's drill down into this a little bit more, because, of course, in America, you get paid maybe weekly or biweekly in Europe or other parts of the world, probably monthly. Mm -hmm. So this is where the issue can start. On the other hand, we've got credit cards for this no? So if you want to buy a washing machine because it broke and you really have no savings and you would have to wait until you get paid until the end of the month, you could use your credit card. How is your solution different? Because it provides instant financing, but what's the difference between this and providing short-term credit? Or also, when you look at the costs right now, maybe we have zero or next to nothing interest rates, but is there any cost to this EWA solution? Mm -hmm. The main difference is that there's a lot of people in, in all countries, even in countries like the US where they, they have two, uh, twice a month's payment where they actually live in one check to one check to another on, and, and they need instant pays and most of them are not entitled to get the credit they need to or they already spend part of the credit. So not in, in all countries you are able to get as much credit line as needed or use any of the credit cards you are able uh, to conduct everything you need. So in that sense, it's very different because here it is your own money and how much money is available for you throughout the months. And you can just take it and use it in a much more healthier way in terms of wealth management aside, as opposed to taking um, daily loan, credit cards and so on. So that's another option for you to manage a much more balanced income outcome of your financial life. And what we see that, that in the U.S., it's the, the EWA started in, the Earned Wage Access started in the U.S., and it's actually the number one in the world, and it's growing by 50% every year for the last two years. And the main reason is because that people see it very different than taking a credit. Either they are not entitled to get and they are actually stuck, or they prefer to use the, the already earned money. And in that sense, they feel that they are actually balancing their financial life in a much more healthier way than just conduct additional credit line for them to buy, either if they need to fix their car, but on the same note, if they want to buy something in IKEA, for example. So they actually prefer to use their own money when they need it. Understood. And so what about the costs? Say you make $1,000 in a month and you want to use the EWA net, what will you get? Mm -hmm. So it's like withdrawal from ATM. So it, it gives a take the actual same amount you pay when you, when you withdraw from ATM. So it's not a huge amount. And if you do, if you withdraw on a weekly basis, you even get a cap. So you're not paying for every time that you withdraw. At some point, it's like a cap that you don't need to pay more and you're just entitled to withdraw as much as you want. So it's a very small amount that people are used to pay when they're taking money from ATM, as an example. Okay, understood. So it's basically about increasing access to financial services. It's about financial inclusion and innovative financial solutions. So Mm -hmm. Are there any other benefits that I'm missing if I look at the EWA? One of the interesting benefits is that you can withdraw part of your salary not to spend it. It could be for saving 
or for investment or for things that can actually generate additional money for you in the future. So what we see from all the studies around EWA, that people that I have accessibility to part of the funds throughout the months, not necessarily want to use it for spending. They actually want to use it because they, they have good tips and they want to invest in something, especially in Europe, actually. We do see in some of the regions, people that actually um, pay close attention to the saving part. And in some cases, they want to invest it smartly and they have opportunity. And if they have available fund, they would do it, they would do it happily. But if they would wait towards the following months when they have uh, a lot of spending needed and so on and so forth, in many cases, they would lose the saving part. But the EWA actually allows this topic of saving and thinking about your future finance, going back to the table big time for many people that struggling in terms of uh, the day to day. Basically, having access to the money when you earned it, when you have it, when you need it, especially when you don't really have a lot of a buffer or other possibilities. Okay, so now if we look at it a bit more broadly, what do you think, how can banks respond to the emergence of fintechs in embedded banking or finance space? Mm -hmm. So they should, um, they should focus on the one thing that put them on top of all the other fintech is that the banks seems by the eyes of the, the end user very stable, very reliable. So when they actually voluntarily approve the banks or the fintech while using EWA to have access to personal data, of course, under all the restrictions, regulation, GDPR, and so on and so forth, but still the, the average person would feel much more comfortable to have this data being shared through banks where they see this institution as very reliable. And actually, if you look at all the studies the bank would play a central role in data finance related uh, towards the end user. So the users would feel much more comfortable that their salary will continuously go through their bank account, the bank that they know and trust, and all the data related will also go through this trusted arm, as opposed to all fintechs offering EWA, where you need as an employee to forward your salary through those fintech, put it outside of the bank account, the traditional uh, bank account where you know. So in that sense, the banks should continuously play in that field where they're conducted as a trusted partner for the end. So basically leveraging their incumbent's advantage because they have the client relationships, they have a brand franchise for a long time, some of them for more than 100 years. But why are fintechs emerging is because sometimes the banks maybe fell short in terms of meeting customers' expectations these days, right? Yeah. So when it comes to you and, and Peiki, how do you distinguish yourself from other embedded finance providers or players? So when we develop the technology, the EWA is not a new technology. The new thing that we bring, the unique thing you bring to the table is the fact that we develop the EWA, the end wage access that meet the need of the bank. So it's not conducted as a B2C. So all other fintechs are actually provided technology where they connect it to employer and employee, and that's it. And all the money is going through them. What we conducted is a technology that connects to the bank, so allows the bank to play a central role while offer this solution to the end user, 
but we are doing all the integration with the HR system and so on and so forth. And on the other side, we are integrated to the bank system under the strict regulation and all the things that we're currently doing because we've been working with banks for many years. So we know how to speak the security and all the protocol needed in order to be whitelisted and get an access through the, the technology the banks are able to conduct. So our solution is unique in that sense because we are the only one that offer banks the ability to play a central role and offer EWA, but we are doing all the technology behind the scenes for them. So we are not a brand, a standalone brand EWA. It's their EWA offer. I see. You mentioned, of course, that you're working with banks, but who are your target clients? Because you, you at, at the same time, you also mentioned integration with HR systems, I think, of employers, mm-hmm. right? So is this like a two-sided marketplace or intermediary offering, or you focus more on, on the banking side? Mm-hmm. So we only focus uh, on banks because every bank has those two sides. So they have the retail unit and they have the corporate unit. So in that sense, every corporate that wants to join through the bank, the EWA, and offer to their employee the ability to use the EWA, we are stepping in and we are integrating our technology to the HR system the employer is using. So we are selling to banks and we are connecting all the dots in terms of the corporate and the retail side of the bank to conduct the EWA. I see. All right. And you mentioned the growth. So how big is the opportunity that you're tackling and are you, which markets are you focusing on? Mm-hmm. So it's a huge opportunity. And if you look at the numbers of the, the number of people that, that are getting a monthly or a monthly salary worldwide is billions and billions of dollars. And we see that the market is growing by 50% year over year. And we see that the EWA spreading, it started in the US and then the UK and the third market is Mexico. And then we see that it's growing significantly in Europe, in Asia and so on and so forth. So we actually already have business in Latin America, APEC and some business in Europe. So in that sense, we are spread into those three areas, especially with extra attention towards APEC, Latin America, but we are doing good business in Europe as well. Fair enough, understood. So maybe one other thing is you said this is not a a new product really, but what's your technology behind this solution? Mm -hmm. How does that work? So our technology is connected to the back end of the bank and it's actually a layers of uh, technology that on one hand conduct HR data and translate it into financial actions. Because what it means is, that, and that's the, the patent related technology where we are actually taking the employer data that employee approve for us to conduct and translate it into the financial action the user is entitled to make in, in the bank app. Meaning, for example you are actually entitled for a thousand euro and then you can take 50% of that because of some restrictions, whether it's your past redrawing or other elements that either uh, add points or take out points of how much money you can, you can redraw. And all of this is being conducted automatically through AI that actually part of our engine. And uh, this is all behind the scene 
a closed box of the technology we develop. And we are offering also the end user capability to conduct the EWA as a whole, to actually redraw and get the money directly to the bank account. I see. I understand. Now, let me follow up on what you mentioned before that you are looking at or you're active in Latin America and Asia as well. So you're based in Israel, but where is your team or maybe not in the offices these days, but where are the Peiki employees? Yeah. Most of the people are based in Tel Aviv and we have a group in Japan as part of our JV that we have with one of our larger investors, SBI, to oversee part of the APAC activity that we have. But the majority of the people are sitting in Tel Aviv and up until the COVID time flew constantly. But after the COVID, we're starting to put people on the ground. So we started to put people in Mexico, followed by the UK and so on and so forth. But this part is relatively new to us. Up until the COVID, everyone were traveling constantly and not necessarily staying on the ground the entire time. Okay, understood. We had SBI on the podcast as well earlier mm-hmm. on. So great stuff that you cooperate. Now, before I I let you go, I have two questions, easier questions, perhaps. One is, what is your favorite business book? Is there any book related to embedded finance or or not at all? So the majority of the books that I'm reading are more on the managerial level and the the startup nation part in order to constantly attack challenges that we see as a startup, because I feel that even though, in a sense, embedded uh, finance and fintech is one segment of what I do, but in general, all the set for success books are things that I constantly read and, and, and learn from. Even though I've been managing for over 10 years as an executive, I'm still learning on a daily basis. And then if you look at all the challenges I personally have, and I'm sure other CEOs, how to manage mainly startup in the COVID times, many new challenges. So a lot of the books I'm, I'm, I'm using are related to that field as well. All right. So thank you so much, Sheila. And my last question is, what's the best way to reach out and find out more about Peiki or if you are a potential client or an employee or that you want to join a Peiki, what's the best way to, to reach out and get in touch? Sure. So Peiki.com has all the information online with a contact us, very simple way to click and actually we'll get back to you shortly with all the information and a lot of information, including more information about our solution and the embedded banking as part of the embedded finance. Everything can be provided through our site, payki.com. All right. Thank you so much, Sheila, and good luck to you and Payki. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Voice of Fintech podcast. If you haven't already, check out also voiceoffintech.com, where you will find all the episodes and additional resources related to the podcast. You can also subscribe to Voice of Fintech on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast app that you like. If you have any suggestions on the topics or guests, or how to make this podcast better for you, please email us at info at Happy to hear from you. Thank you.